0: Welcome to Eva, the Relationship Make the Girl podcast, where we talk about what else relationships today. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about AI, because uh, it's going to be an important part of our lives in the future. And uh, I have with me uh, Nanny Carolina Chassin. Can you introduce yourself? Yes. Thank you, Eva,
1: for having me again in the podcast. Thank you again. I am Nanny Carolina Chassin and I am a strategist that helps you optimize and automate your life and your business for success. Uh, we've been talking here for several episodes about AI and what's the future. And I am an engineer, I am a coach, I also am a professional uh, singer, and I love to to share the space with, uh, collaborate with Eva, because it's so amazing when, when two people get together with two different experiences and we share all our knowledge and our wisdom you know, for you guys to learn so much and to expand your life with new things that are coming up in the future and prepare yourself for more success.
0: If, if you want really to survive and to strive in the future, you need to be not just knowledgeable, but you're going to have to use AI because otherwise you're going to uh, just drag yourself in the back of all the successful people. So I think uh, AI—it's one of those things that you cannot avoid. And we were talking quite a few th- about quite a few things last week about AI, and one of the things that. It was kind of interesting and uh, and it exists already. It's dating uh, in this, uh, on certain apps that uses AI. So it can, you can choose what kind of person you want to talk about, how they look, and what is your need. As much as I'm always for person to person, you had a very good point that what about the people who uh, they may have a handicap and uh, they need something for them to feel better. One of the things it it struck me because we were talking about how in 2025, 25% of the marriages would be between uh, bots and between people. And one of the questions was, of course, is uh, if you're going to have a relationship with a bot, does it consider cheating? But let's see how, how you imagine. Let's use just imagination because we don't know. How you imagine, like, let's say if you're going to want to, uh, to date a bot, what do you think about that? How, how are you going to approach it? How you feel about it?
1: Yeah, so let's, this is some of the things that you have to do, actually, this happens in business and in life and everything we project and we play out the scenario right to see what's going to happen, and then we see the problems that can happen so imagine you have a date with a robot with an AI. So, first of all, the AI already knows supposedly maybe you going to enter all your information about what you like or actually the AI may already have algorithms installed in them to make sure that you connect with that AI. For example, you know, there's, if you look at all the pictures in the movies, Mm -hmm. you may see that the couples are always sitting in benches in the romantic movie. So maybe the AI will set up a scenario, the date would be in virtual reality space, maybe the metaverse, maybe you have a date with that AI in the metaverse where you're sitting on a bench watching a garden, and that will immediately cause all your or hormones to fire up because there's something about it being in a bench in a park, Mm -hmm. looking at flowers and everything will be so romantic. And then it will be a perfect scenario. And then of course, the AI would maybe have an interaction first, because they know you first, because you have entered all the information about yourself and the I will have to be very clever to not touch the cer- certain subjects or certain points that you are <laughs> that you are sensitive about in the first date. And so they will just say something light about what they like to do and if you would like to How would they imagine maybe a walk in the park or a picnic somewhere, maybe the scenario is actually in Paris and not. In a park and maybe it's all romantic like in the movies, and the whole space is super exciting imagine that you have this first date in the best place. (laughs) Or maybe you just you're an athletic sports person and the Ai sets up a scenario of rock climbing. I've met some people here in California that like a lot of sports and everything, maybe you have a first date sharing rock climbing together and, of course, the Ai is going to be like super athletic and super perfect. (laughs) But it's going to help you maybe so I wonder if that first interaction is going to be just a screen or it's going to be really in the metaverse. Uh, if it's in the metaverse definitely you have an avatar of yourself so you're going to feel super powerful to do whatever thing you want to do, uh, you can maybe even bungee jump or something crazy like that in the first date. but maybe not maybe it's just a, an interview in uh, like this, like we're doing right now on zoom. Right,
0: but maybe it's I'm talking about it's not the app that exists now i'm talking about the real robot that you have it's like tangible. oh
1: that the the, 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 the anime, angel,
0: yeah the perfect it's going you can create your oh yeah i've seen those yeah and it's like yeah well again
1: like that person will have all the information that person will be you know you i wonder if you're going to be able to choose that you know choose the the type of person that you want to date and then you pick them and then you go out and then you go out with them and they'll be exactly how you want them to react or try to to be a little bit, the algorithms have to be very interesting, because I would imagine that in those scenarios, they have to program some sort of independent personality, like if that personality is really just tied to you, only satisfying everything that you like, then it's going to be like a slave or subservient, like, like that movie that not, not too long ago that happened, right, like that that perfect robot, like we'll just do whatever you want to do. but. Then if you have a macho, machismo kind of guy, then there would be like a perfect wife, you know. And then if you have a girl that is super powerful, then the guy would be like super and do whatever she wants. Like, I don't know. I don't think it would be that way. I think it would they would have to have some sort of independent uh, things to create a little bit of friction. So that it's interesting and, and a little bit of random uh, situation so that the person can have some sort of fun because what's fun if, if you have another human a human is actually not in an unexpected whatever reaction if I talk to you uh, and, and, and you, I don't know what you're gonna say really I can't predict right because you have your own thoughts from your experience your your own your own life and that robot doesn't have any experience so what kind of experience is that robot gonna have programmed in their memory and their 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 algorithm so it's very interesting.
0: Already they exist that uh, people are asking for a certain kind of, of robot and uh, they decide the look. But for me, the look is not, it is important because let's face it, everybody has an attraction towards certain kind of people. But I'm thinking uh, unless they have some knowledge and vocabulary, it's going to be kind of boring that if they do everything you want, because some people, that's what they want. But doesn't it get boring? I mean, can you imagine to have a a, a, a quarrel <laughs> with a robot? <laughs> and, and I don't know, it is just, I'm a very imaginative person. But when it comes to certain things, it's like uh, I'm I'm shying away because I don't know. We don't know so what would you like if you would have to go out on a date with a bot what would you look for
1: oh it's very interesting you know i think oftentimes i make ideas of what i want and then when i get what i want i don't like what i want (laughs) like what i get so but i think if i would go out on a date uh with a robot you mean physically right you mean physically
0: physically yeah
1: Yeah. So I'm, I've noticed in my life, I'm attracted to men that have big noses.
0: (laughs) They can can create that for you.
1: (laughs) So I know that, you know, if he has a big nose, it's like, oh, I know if I see a person with that kind of nose, I'm like, oh, oops, I know I'm going to be attracted to that person. You know, I know I think and I think actually, biologically speaking, I've read some things about people are attracted to biologically to humans that can perpetuate the the betterment of the humankind right it's actually something in the DNA that you want to have somebody big big nose maybe or bigger enough nose, because so that they can breathe more oxygen and they can live longer you know something like that I i have read things like that or people uh, that are strong you know if I want to amend so it's actually biological to get a better a better human being so you can match so you can create a a, a bigger stronger human that can survive right Uh, It's just about nature, like it's just a biological thing. I've read things about that. I definitely am attracted to uh, men with uh, light colored eyes, green or blue. I went back and I realized that I hadn't dated anybody that hadn't had blue eyes in the last 30 years. (laughs) So I guess that's one thing, you know, like maybe lighter eyes physically would look like that. Definitely, I'm attracted to men with long hair, but it doesn't really matter because I've been attracted to men with no hair, so so hair wouldn't be a problem, I guess. And then definitely I've been absolutely spoiled because my last relationships um, since 09 have been very athletic, super fit sculpted men. I guess because I'm in the fitness, I like to do fitness and try out my triathlete. I like to swim. So the people that I've dated have been absolutely ripped and uh, very, very excellent shape. So I guess I would, I would like a guy that's not, you know, obese and not in, in good shape. And it's athletic, and uh, can and the robot can do a lot of exercise and do things with me? I guess swimming and biking and things.
0: And yeah. if you get injured, just throws you on on his back and can walk because he's strong. And yeah. Of, entirely, <laughs> so right? Advantages, you know, they did a survey a, a few years ago. I was reading about that. That women are attracted to men who have more of a square jaw because it shows more masculinity, mm. and men are at- attracted to women who have uh, more developed hips because uh, they are uh, childbearing hips. Childbearing, yeah. So, but it's not true, but the, the the perception, that's what it is. So... Um, well, I have big hips. That counts. <laughs> 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 Find a guy. Yeah, so, I know, right? It's going to be very interesting. Can you imagine that people get divorced? The divorce rate is quite high. Can you imagine getting together with a bot and being a stepdad? or a stepmom to your child that even that one it's like um maybe it's going to be even a better one than than us because we are so emotionally motivated and we want to help we want to do everything maybe that bot is going if it's going to be um Created as you want is going to be better teacher for the child to teach them independence. Because at this point, I find that very few kids have independence, you know, they just cry, they are cry babies, not everybody, but a lot of them. So uh, I don't know. It's it
1: would be very interesting. Yeah, I mean that could be a possibility. But what if when you order the bot, you have a choice of picking what kind of parent that that bot's gonna be? So I would imagine that if you're gonna do that, then they're gonna give you some choices of what kind of algorithm that bot has. Because if you want the bot to be a parent, a step parent of your children, then you have then there's the whole set of values. Then all the ethics of like what kind of values do you want to instill in your children? Maybe it's a muslim family that wants to instill different values than a christian family or a hindu family so what kind of maybe you're going to have to have a choice of how are you going to what kind of bot you're going to have as a step parent for your child because we think of a standard there's no standard set of values to to teach the children like maybe or maybe in, uh, in different cultures they teach them very different, um, not maybe, but different cultures teach them very different right so. They want to maybe continue that same kind of teaching or discipline from the different from the particular culture, or are you going to be able to program all your values and enter them as you purchase the bot I don't know, so I don't know it would be if it would be better, I think it would just be different. And I, I don't think it would be better than a real human because. It's not substitution for a real human, but it is definitely interesting. I mean, I, I think it depends on how you program the bot. It's all about the algorithms and how the AI is is programmed, right?
0: Do you know what I was thinking about? How, okay, you create a bot, it, you put skin on it, and it's very uh, human-like. But if you want to tongue this <laughs> French kiss, does he have a tongue? And how is the tongue or her? so i mean it's like you know like, i mean let's go let's get down to the nitty-gritty things you know it's
1: like... well i think I, I saw one of the dolls that they were actually selling i think they already have some sort of tongue i think they i think they do but i i don't know i haven't seen them i haven't touched them or try to fresh kiss one of those dolls but Yeah, I did see that. What I did see during the pandemic in Japan, they were having bots already interacting, part of the family to keep, because they couldn't go out. So the bots were actually eating on the table with the family. And um, the bots didn't look like humans. They were just actually just robots, but it was part of the family and kids that were born during the pandemic. And they showed a video of kids interacting with a bot as if it's one part of the of the family and the bot was cleaning and doing and helping everything and you know they would interact with them and the bot would actually console the family as they thought as they identified in the color of the skin their temperature their body physiological uh, signs if they were sad if they were anxious so the bot would be there in the house analyzing basically everybody's mood and everybody's mental health and would keep everybody in check. Like if the baby, if they saw the the kids kind of like restless, they would try to play with the kid. If they saw that the parent was stressed, they would try to immediately adapt and say, hey, you're looking a little bit stressed, please uh, take a seat. I'm going to make you a coffee. So the bot will make the coffee, not the husband or the wife. You see, like I was driving along long long hours uh, to the north uh, in the trip uh, recently and all of a sudden, I, my, my car was like, beep, 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 take a break, take a break. I'm like, what the, <laughs> what ha- what's happening here? I thought it was an alarm or something and I couldn't figure it out. And I'm like, beep, beep, beep. And then of course I see in the, my dashboard in my car, a coffee. I'm like, I didn't understand that. I couldn't, it, I couldn't associate the image with a mechanical part of something damaged in the car. And then I figured, says take a break i thought maybe it was the brakes that was breaking and if something was wrong with the brakes no it was an image of a coffee with a little smoke in it and it says take a break like take a coffee break <laughs> <laughs> so like to stop
0: so you were saying that they were eating at the table the robot was eating also no the bot is not eating they don't go to the bathroom. They don't Yeah,
1: the robot was interacting, not eating like Yeah, that's why my And I the robot is at the table having dinner with the, with the family.
0: Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Not <laughs>
1: eating, but it was sitting at the dinner with it. The-
0: yeah, it's it's great. I, I mean, mean, not
1: eating, but just sitting at the table.
0: I remember. yeah, so
1: it was a white robot like a square kind of like the jetsons, you know remember the jetsons, you know, kind of that kind of the maid, yes. and that uh, it was looking like that white and it was really interesting, and they were using it and the pandemic was very popular, and they just had a robot living with the family,
0: yeah they to were assist. Using, yeah they were uh, they created also priests they are using it in churches because people could not go to the church, so they used robots to uh. To do the prayers and 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 it's interesting, but I don't know. Um it, it takes a little time to get used to it. I'm sure that the new generation that is now on is they're going to have a much easier time to adapt to this than us who know the old ways and we were always for for the connection, for the personal connection. But this one is is very different. Um Yeah, well,
1: actually, right now, what's coming up for iPhone and for Apple and for Google, it's been coming up for a little bit, but not hasn't gone is the uh, smart uh, glasses, smart glasses are really coming like very, very soon. In fact, Apple is diverting all the engineering to the smart glasses and in the past mega success show, you know, there was. um, a person that came uh, did the presentation, and uh, you'll see the the stuff uh, on online on my social media, but he was wearing, actually, he was wearing glasses, and he was a left brain person, very engineering, you know, personality and then he was wearing the glasses to un- understand and it, it will tell them you know it would maybe analyze things and so the glasses are the first thing wearables for glasses is going to be the first thing that transitioning to that ai because then imagine in the glasses you see the weather you want to with your eye movement because already like facebook and apple and microsoft they're already doing things with eye movement so with your eye movement you can select you can browse the internet. So if you think about something and then you just make an eye movement and then you go and search and it has a voice activation. And so imagine you can just search with your eyes on the spot on the web and then have the information right there faster. So the fastest you can get information, the fastest you can you can actually take decisions. So imagine that's the first step and then interacting with all, with all the Alexas and the echoes and the Siggy's and the all the different um, voice-activated uh, bots that go in the house that control your lights, can control different things, and and can search the web for you. You can actually interact with them right now, and just feel like you you are with an AI. Mm-hmm. I was just up in the woods, and we were pretty isolated up there, and you know, he was just like, "Oh, please tell me a joke." <laughs> tell me a joke about this. And so I started testing it. I started testing, you know, Alexa, tell me a joke. Tell me a sarcastic joke. I was testing. Uh, tell me a sarcastic joke. And it said, I, I can't find, I don't know anything about that. So, and then he replied, I don't know anything about that. So, so little emotional things like that, they're still not going there. But I said, tell me a sad joke. And then they would say, tell me a dad joke. Tell me a knock knock joke. So, imagine a person that's alone at home and then you could just. Do something. He was actually saying, uh, uh, "Please, Alexa, play me meow sounds, <laughs> <laughs> cat sounds," and the Alexa would start going off with with cat sounds, and or dog sounds. And of course, he had a cat, and then the cat was going crazy. I mean, it's just entertainment, and and isn't interesting. You can use a robot to do the same. <laughs>
0: That's why I bought pets and I had pets. So I don't look like I lost my mind and I had somebody to talk to. <laughs> and my, so, but now you have a different uh, nice. uh ways to, to do it. And I was reading that the chat GPT, OpenAI, actually improved because they had it had many flaws. Certain things they cannot uh, put together, and we were talking that we're going to ask to uh, create us uh, a subject so we can do the the podcast based on that subject. So I, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. We were supposed to have somebody else today on um, on uh, the podcast, but he couldn't make it. But we are going to reschedule it. And uh, he's going to talk also quite a bit about uh, about AI. Um, the one thing about when I want to learn a program, I'm not a tech person. And when I go to uh, my go to YouTube to learn something, I find that people in a short period of time, they want to give you everything. Instead of saying, okay, you are a beginner, you are interested just in this, I give you this. Interested in this, I give you this. Uh, would it be a different way to learn how to use an app, how to use a new program, an, a new AI program that comes out uh, because you are in that industry? Can you tell me if how it would be the easiest way for us, the non-tech people, to learn from?
1: Yeah, it's tricky because the... The documentation for the different AIs is definitely written by the engineers and te- and talk technical document uh, documentation people are very hard to find and people that write good documentation it's really difficult in fact. yeah I have worked on that before and finding the right person to write technical docs is really challenging and um, and, like you said, because this all written by engineers and so it's really uh, difficult to. To just take one step at a time. I think the best thing is to go through tutorials, tutorials where they say, okay, look at this. Um, so if you if you type the word tutorial, that will be more in a step by step level. So when you look on how to, for example, let's say I say how to put together some pair of pair of glasses, then it will go directly into technical things, and they'll tell you everything about how to put together a pair of glasses. But just say, tutorial about putting together glasses, then you will find more videos that are step one step two step three. So it's interesting about the search words and the keywords that you use to to search for things so, for example, if you're looking for creating a uh, how to change a gasket in the wood stove you'll get a ton of videos of men doing all this thing. And then they go like this. And then the terminology that they use may be very advanced. Mm -hmm. And you don't understand what they're saying. i mean, if I go there, I, I definitely don't understand anything about that, right. But if you say tutorial about how to change a gasket, I will find more videos that will split it list like one by one. So when you look at something new, uh, like streaming, for example, you're interested in streaming something in uh, in on online. So look for tutorial on how to stream. So it's very interesting about just that that particular word will bring you videos of things that are simpler. Or you can say uh, just 101, you know, 101. The, the the keyword 101 also will will find things that are step by step. So that's interesting so if they say you want how to program Pascal language, for example, you know, and then you say tutorial, or basics, having the right keyword in the search then will bring you to the right videos. And uh, that's the best way if you want if you're looking for um, if you're looking online to do search and finding the things split into pieces, or you can or you can say steps or step by step or steps to. So that is not the how-to, because then how-to could be something and be technical. Maybe it's targeted for the engineers. You won't be able to do anything. So just step-by-step step, tutorial 101. They have, the
0: beginners. they have beginners and I went there and I um, repaired my espresso machine to um, YouTube. But this is something very different because they have so many, like if you, if I punch in video, uh, video editing and they give me a whole list of certain uh, uh, editors. So I'm going and I said, beginners, and they go in and says, okay, we're going to show how to cut and paste. And when you go in, they start showing all the little details. And I'm like, I'm, I'm totally lost. I wish. Yeah you know that's
1: because yeah that's that's actually that's you see the thing that we have to understand and as right brainers ourselves is that these things these engineering things are mostly created by left brainers who are very much into the details, so we can't really escape because they're the ones that are creating it so. So how do you find something that is really targeted for more right-brainers? That that under they don't want to know all the details. Just tell me like one step, another step, another step. You know, it's just I totally I get it. I get it. But um, you have to write. You have to type the right keywords, and it's better if you type sentences as opposed to words. Like video editing beginners. No, just type the actual sentence. Okay. Step by step video editing how to do this this like the whole sentence because they match so instead of keywords just do the search by keywords we have to basically we have to advance in the way we do search before we actually that's how we did before we would put keywords yeah. we would put words and it would come but not anymore the search engines are more optimized for sentences real human phrases so how to restore my espresso machine and then then it will find an actual because in the description of those videos it will there will be a sentence that will say how to restore blah 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 and so that is a better way to match the search instead of just putting words uh, espresso machine maintenance replace fix you know that that's a a very old way to do to use the search, but no, not anymore, write down the full sentence, because that full sentence will be embedded in the description of those videos and they will be able to match because the search is is doing it by the title, the description. Meta and maybe the engineers already programmed some things in the meta meta is are some uh, tags or some other fields that you can attach to videos and articles to be searchable by so you'll be able to find more information when you write a full sentence than if you write just one word or more or or a, or a mix of multiple keywords it'll be better the the kind of thing and you can say simple you know like simple instructions and that so that in the description people will say simple instructions so so that's how you would um you would do that kind of stuff
0: that's really great Let's uh, let's uh, end this and we'll uh, getting back uh, with Doc for another one, another podcast. Uh, so th- thank you for listening and uh, until next time goodbye.
1: All right, thank you.